This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. That's right. It is the Weekly Scramble, and my name is Chris Reavers, alongside of Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. How you doing, Reavers? I am doing very, very well. Uh, how I'd like to begin today's show, you know, me... Uh, and you know me well for these yeah, last couple of I years. I know you. Uh, I don't really, I'm not a really going out kind of guy. I'm more of a staying in and drinking by myself kind of a guy. Unless it's at a large venue, because you go to large venues. Well, and that's where I was going, okay. because I've attended two concerts in the last three weeks, both of which I basically decided last minute to go. Yeah, how was okay. it? What, so, what did you see last? Well, so I went to the Stones, remember, yeah. Sunday night, mm-hmm. and that was, I forget, a couple weeks ago. And so this past weekend, my mother-in-law happened to be in town for the weekend, and I thought to myself, wait a minute, George Strait and Stapleton are playing at U.S. Bank Stadium. And I, I really, I mean, I, I have mad respect for George Strait, and I like a few of his songs, but I really wanted to see Stapleton. Okay. And I thought, hey, babe, let's just get a couple of cheap tickets and go. And this is the best way to do it. If there's shows at U.S. Bank... Wait until the last minute, mm-hmm. because a lot of the, a lot of the times, what happens is people buy large blocks of tickets, thinking they're going to get rich off them, then realize ah. uh, the demand's not going to be that great. Okay. So uh, a buddy of mine and three of his friends bought tickets right away. Okay. And they were way up there. Oh no! <laughs> and they spent twice what I spent to be on the floor. This is on your app, right? That app you use. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so let me ask this. Once the concert has started, can you still buy a ticket? It depends on for instance like with with a Vikings game or something. It I stops, think right? they cut it off not at the beginning of the game, but at a certain point. I, okay. I don't know exactly when that because is. For a concert, if you didn't like the opener, for example, what would it matter? Well, and it started at 5, which I thought it started at 7. Okay, five o'clock. Well, there were three people. So oh. Little Big Town opened. Okay, I like them. And yeah, and they're great. Yep. And then Stapleton played. Stapleton had like 17 songs. And then George Strait had a 33 song set. That seems too long. Well, so we got <laughs> there. 30 songs. We got there at about six ish. Because finally I was texting my friend and he, he sent me a picture. Of them inside the stadium. Mm-hmm. Why are you getting there so early? He goes, yeah, concert starts at 5, DA. And I went... But who goes to concert at 5? Well, that's when it started. Still. I, mean, I thought it started at 7, so I'm okay. thinking, oh, crap, we got to go. Well, if you thought it started at 7, you'd normally show up at like 8.30. Exactly. Right? And that's what we were planning yeah. on doing. Yeah. So anyway, um, we get going, and we we get there, we get parked, and we get in, and we caught the last couple of songs. We timed it perfectly, mm-hmm. by accident, of course. Okay. And then so they played, and, and the sound was... If you're going to go to a show at U.S. Bank Stadium and you're not either in the first, uh, what would you call it, the the lower deck of U.S. Bank Stadium close to the stage, okay. or if you're not on the floor, don't waste your money. Sure. Hon- honestly, just because not good enough. unless you just simply want to say that you were there, mm-hmm. then I guess go ahead. But the sound quality is so bad if you're far away, and if, especially if you're in the third deck, don't waste your money. So you did George Strait, Stapleton. Yep. You did The Stones. Yep. And then if I... Recall, you also did a, a concert with your neighbor who wanted you to go oh, to like yeah. Tony, Tony, Tony. Or it was, um, no, it was, who it was. It was the, uh, oh shoot, what was it? Because uh, it was at Canterbury Park. Yeah, why can't I remember that? It, it was, was like, the gals. It, it wasn't Salt and no, Pepper. No, never going to so, get it. Not this. Okay, now, dang it, Michael, now I got to look but that But that up. was the one concert that if you would have told me you were going to go to, I would have said, yeah, no, Reavers isn't going to that. It, why can't I remember? Um, not, uh, not, 
Oh my God. And Vogue. In Vogue. And there Vogue. You go. Yes. And what was the best part about that? It was me, my buddy, my na- my neighbor Jason, mm-hmm. and his good buddy, who I've met a couple times. So it's us three married dudes yeah. that are going to hanging out to the In Vogue concert. concert. How did that happen? How did you? Because he he bought tickets, I think, for either his daughters. I can't remember. No daughter would know unless his daughters are forty. Or maybe it was his wife okay. and his wife's sister. I can't remember, sure. but he had bought tickets thinking, oh, they'd want to go. And they both said, We don't want to go to that. <laughs> so then he had sent me a text going, You and Jess happened to be out of town with the boys and that, hell yeah, let's Hell go. Yes, I got a driver to and from. This is great. So you've been going to a lot of concerts lately. Yeah, I guess now that you mentioned it, I completely forgot about that one because that was in the summer. Out of the three, yeah. what do you think was best? Oh, no question, Chris Stapleton. He, you don't think that's uh, recency bias? Just no, no not at all, one? not at all. In right. fact, I, 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 I liked the Stones, but the, the, the quality of the sound turned me off for the whole event mm-hmm. in, in general. That I had, you know, it was, it was fun to be there, but it was again like I can't take this awful, awful acoustics. I just can't take it. I got to get out of here. But, um, but oh, but I, and I said this. I know Stapleton's already a big name. He is going to become a massive superstar. Okay, I mean, massive superstar. That's that's how big I think he's going to get. He's going to get to. Maybe not George Strait level, but he he's he's, he's on his way. Okay. He he's just a great performer and he's got great pipes and he's just a cool dude. I just I, I like him. Could not I cannot picture him. Really? I'm not a country. I don't know anything. I'm gonna tell you, my favorite concerts I've ever been to have been country concerts. Mm-hmm. That's where I was going next. Country people know how to have fun. Yes, they do. Period. Girls look I mean, I'm gonna be shallow about it. Everybody looks fantastic at a country concert. Let me, let me, Uncle Reavers is about to yes. give everybody a piece of advice. Um, if you'd like to know, go ahead and go to a Saturday night mm-hmm. country, big time country music show, and you won't be mistaken. You won't, you won't. No. What's the problem, problematic in Minnesota is you got to dress a little warmer. Right. If it was summertime, because that's the, I, I can't remember who I went to at Target Field. It was like Kenny Chesney. Maybe. Or Tim McGraw. <laughs> Could have been all those. I, I've been to a handful there. Sure, he says. And, and I, again, I don't know any of the songs because I never. I only listen to the country when I'm up north because yeah. then I'm in the country. It's oh yeah. And every time I do it, I have a blast. I'm like, this music is fantastic. That's what I do when I drive the town ball games. I'm is in the it, country and I want to listen to Kenny Chesney yeah. whine about some girl that broke his heart. That's exactly what I do. But then when I get down here, I listen to Garage Logic, right? <laughs> and other business podcasts. And it's like, why? Why don't I listen to a little country down here? Right. So, okay. So I got to get to a couple of emails um, that we received via some of our previous discussions. And one of them came from uh, Nick from Texas uh, because we had discussed after my grandmother passed away mm-hmm. and she was an artist when it came to making a kolachki. And you kind of were Didn't unfamiliar with what, what a kolachki right, was. Yeah. And so I I discovered by accident uh, that apparently Texas is very big with the kolachki. So Nick wrote me a nice email. He said, hey, Reavers, a week or so ago you were talking about kolachkis and the memories you have with them. You also mentioned their immigration at Texas. I'm an active duty army guy stationed at Fort Hood, that's Central Texas. The Kalachkis trend here is unreal. Hmm. And it, he said, uh, I just picked up, and this sounds fantastic. I just picked up a jalapeno sausage kolachki uh, and a local favorite, spicy, is it Boudin? B O U D A I N? Uh, just thought you'd want to know. Okay. Well, thank you for the email, Nick. I didn't, I always associate him. With a, like, as a pastry with sure, fruit, sweet. Yeah. but this is opening up a whole new world now. I got an idea. Oh boy! Wait, I got my. Hold on, I got my pen. Um, Here we I go. like opening businesses. I would like to have a business at the state fair. Okay. I don't know why we Ser- don't do seriously. Oh, I would love one. 
I would love. You I, are Mr. State I Fair. I love the State Fair. I know and, you do. But you know what? I don't do it. I've never worked at the State Fair. So, well, I've never really worked. I've like worked the Toro booth and stuff like sure, that. Sure, you, you roam. Yeah, but you I roam, roam around like I'm not there for 12 hours and then the next day I'm You're not Danny O'Gara. Yeah. Who basically lives there for but <laughs> two you and weeks. Me, we could open Chris and Mike or Mike and Chris's. I don't care. You no, pick. Mike and Chris. Mike and Chris. Mike and Chris. Yeah. Kalachki's just. Because they don't have, I, I don't know if a Kolachki at the State Fair. Correct? You evil genius! That's not that you. bad of an idea. Actually, I wonder if they gonna, have a Kolachki stand at the I d- fair. I doubt they do. And we could that we could that could be our thing. I'll get a nice building. I'll do what like O'Gara's have. Because if I'm not mistaken, the O'Gara's have like an apartment on top of their building. Oh yeah, rookie and I have been up there. Really? So it's so cool. What we could do, we could do is get. I'll buy a little building, and then we'll put a little pimped out pad up top, right? The shower and, and stuff and a big screen TV and maybe a keg of beer. And in we'll there. never sell a single and one because well, we'll just we, be hanging out. We may or may not sell Kalachkis, <laughs> but it would be like we'll be in and everyone else will be going. Like, where are you going? We're just going up to the apartment. We're there. So you'll have to take a dozen days off of the, you know, your duties of being a dad. Right? Michael Fredaloni. That's not a bad idea. That's a great idea. If anybody's listening and you own a property at the State Fair and you're like, okay, I'm over the State Fair, give me a call. Because I, I even said to my kids, like, that, I drive by the State Fair every day. I live in St. Paul and I my office is in Arden Hills. It takes Snelling all the way up and I get this great warm feeling of the State Fair. It's really, in fact uh, work's been super stressful lately so I took a drive through the State Fair. Nice. And I was like oh it just calms me down. It just makes me feel really was good. Was it a sunny day so it kind of felt yeah, a little bit summerish? Yeah like there was potential and that's where I learned how to drive. Like my dad took me in there and drove me through. So. You learned how to drive on the fairgrounds? Yeah I mean it's kind of a perfect spot to do it. Right? Oh that's cool. Yeah so I mean I have really great great memories there. So I said to my girls like let's you know, we they all love the State Fair. I'm like, let's have a business together. Like, I'll open it, and you guys can run it. And But I didn't know what we were going to make, right? I thought maybe we'd make little Italian sandwiches because we're kind of Italian. But Kolachki's, even though I don't, I've don't, i never had one. And that, could that be more Minnesotan, a Kolachki uh, right? stand at the fair? Right? I mean, that would now just Now we're going to find out that there's I, probably I, six of them Yeah, at you fair. know, if, if you are the Kolachki fair company owner, we're going to do a leverage buyout. But here's, why buyout. I, but here's why I say I don't think there is one. I've you spent, would notice it. I, I have spent every state fair for the last mm-hmm. 20 years because I've been in radio since 2001. You have rookie going to get every free meal he can possibly a- exactly. get. Exactly. Yeah. I, I don't know that there is a Kolachki stand okay, out gonna there. Okay, I'm going to make this to my to-do list. It's going right now. You can maybe hear this. Hold on. This is the noise of the, the Sharpie. Okay. He's uncapping. I don't know how to spell Kolachki. So K-O-L. I was off, yeah. K-O-L-A-C-H-K-Y. Oh, Kalachki, duh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm going to write that down. State fair. It's funny you say that you don't know how to spell it because in my eulogy to my grandmother, mm-hmm. I had asked all of us grandkids, you know, like, so my siblings and my and my cousins, do you want me to include anything? You know, just because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't like to speak in front yeah. of large crowds. Mm-hmm. I don't really have a problem with it because that's what that's I what you do, do every long, day. Yeah. Um, and I just said, hey, if you want anything included, please, please let me know. I'd love to include it because she just loved all of us, right? Because part, part of it was... We all felt like we're, we were her favorite because we all were her favorite. Mm-hmm. That's how awesome she was. Oh, well, in any event, nice. my brother said, said something about Kolachki's, and, and then it said, P.S. I know I spelled Kolachki's wrong, but figure it out, you big <laughs> dummy. And that's why I included that part with her. Oh, anyway, because so I love that idea, Michael. That's genius. And then we can introduce Perfect. things like a jalapeno sausage. We with, can do all of it. There was one, too, where I saw, I think I saw this online. I don't think somebody sent this to me. But apparently there's a new division of Kolachki that has cream cheese. Ooh. Okay. Uh-huh. I mean, we could do like a a deep fried uh, um, piece of cheese. I'm forget cheese curd sure. inside of a klotchki. Oh boy. I mean, there's a lot of options. There is a lot of I options. I mean, really, you can put anything in it. It's a piece of dough, right? Yes. You can put anything in there. Okay. You can put a little hot dog on a stick, and then just take the risk with the people ch- chowing down on the stick. Well, 
Klotchke on a stick. You know what John Height told me today during, or told us today during Garage Logic hmm. that apparently I thought he was referencing the Minnesota State Fair, but John's from North Dakota, so maybe he was referencing a North Dakota fair. Apparently, there's mashed potatoes on a stick. That doesn't seem like it would work. I, I don't get how that. I, yeah. he, but he did say they're deep fried, so maybe it's like a battered thing of. But I don't. And I love mashed potatoes. I don't yeah, know how that would work. I don't need them on a stick. And I, there's nothing about the state fair like, oh, I like a quick mashed potato. <laughs> right. right. I just nothing about Well, that. that's why it always astounded me the line for the poutine stand. Yeah, it's fries. 900 degrees outside. Yeah. I don't want warm poutine yeah, right do you now. Need gravy fries? Even is though that, I yeah. love poutine, it's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. But I don't Why want it. Every time you say that word, it sounds like you're saying something super dirty. Yeah, I know it does. <laughs> like, like, Doesn't well, it? Tell me, I don't know if you Wait, can say that on podcast. I don't think you can do that. <laughs> uh, okay, well, uh, you know, if you're listening to this and you have a great name for our Klotchke stand, please let me know. Chris's oh. Klotchke's. Nothing beats that. No. But you have to change it to a K. Chris's with a K, Klotchke's. <gasps> Francis's. So, wait, wait, wait. My grandmother. Yes. Oh, what's her name? Grandma K. Grandma K. Kalachkis. Done. Boy, we this is a good work session, right? <laughs> Should we start doing the show now <laughs> yeah, at some I'm, point? <laughs> I'm, again, I don't know if you can hear this. Because right my grandmother was a cook tavy. Okay. So we go with Grandma K.'s Kalachkis. All right. Grandma K.'s Kalachkis. I love it. Done. All right. All right. Done. Good show. You you make the Kalachkis and run the business. I you and know I'll try to finance. The I did either. used to know like when I was a kid. You did used to know. I did. I think that's grammatically correct. Uh, okay, I I I, did. I used to know. I used I used to know how to make them when I was a kid because that's what we did oh, at I the did, farm. Comma used to know. Yeah. Okay. So back back when I was younger, when I was at the farm all the time, that's what we did. Is we helped her, and then you you froze them okay. so that way she had a bunch ready to go for the flea market in Elko, uh, Jesse oh, James so could, days in Northfield. Freeze, we could start right now potentially for next. And season. then you we just put building a, a million. And then of you them. just put them in the freezer. The key is you got to find the right. Um, well, we used lard back lard, then, but yes, obviously yeah. you wouldn't be yeah. able to get away with that now. Why but not? Why can't you? I don't know. Oh, do you think anyone at the state fair is checking? Are you using <laughs> safflower oil or lard? No one cares. My favorite thing that I get is that that Bucky. Oh. It's that deep fried like chocolate and peanut butter bar. Yeah. And they're deep fried. You know, it's something. To Why do are with. we talking about the state I don't fair know, in November? But they're so good. But then every time I eat one, I'm like, I bet you anything that was four thousand calories. Oh yeah. I mean, it could just be. It could literally be two thousand calories. I forget who it was, but Joe and Rookie always reference this. They were, I believe it was a, a new client. Mm. This was years ago when they were working uh, uh, on the radio with GL, and they had those chow cones. Okay. So it was chow mein oh. in a cone. Okay. And the bottom got so wet, it basically dissolved, uh. and it just went down the shirt of the of the guy that they were oh, with. No. I, I'm going to have to ask him to repeat that story tomorrow on Garage Logic because oh, no. it makes me laugh. Just... And I feel bad for the poor guy, probably to cha- you know, throw away the shirt or whatever. But, you know, you're at the fair, you're here to have fun, all yes. of a sudden, plop. Oh, no. <laughs> well, at least you're a sweaty mess. Yeah. Well, we have to have other stories that aren't fair pertinent. That's right? true. Yeah. So right. this is the other one I really wanted to get to because I'm just fascinated by this. So I forget the the reason why, but Joe has a problem with the word awesome. He thinks it's overused. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, in any event... Somebody had sent me, uh, in fact, I want to give this person proper credit because that's the way you do it. David uh, said, hey, Reeves, I know that Joe hates the word awesome, but this is actually awesome. I found this article in The Week magazine. I have, I'm not familiar with that publication. Like as in W-E-E-K or yes, W-E-A-K? Exactly. Okay. The, the Week magazine. Copied it and made it easier to print. Might not uh, make it to the awesome status, but I think it's pretty high on the cool-o-meter. So... It's a, uh, it's a, what would you call it? It's a telescope mm-hmm. made by NASA. 
Okay. I like it. The James Webb Space Telescope, pay attention to some of these numbers, will be 100 times more powerful than its predecessor, the Hubble, and will be capable of capturing extremely faint infrared light from the very first galaxies at the edge of the universe. How? It will also be able to study planets around other stars in our own galaxy, examining their atmospheres for telltale signs of life. Originally scheduled to launch back in 2010 and cost just under $1 billion, mm. Webb, a joint venture among U.S., European, and Canadian space agencies that took 10,000 people to construct, experienced a sequence of maddening delays as costs ballooned to $10 billion. No. But the colossal telescope finally has been shipped to French, uh, to South America, where it will be fitted into a rocket and blasted into space on December 18th beginning the most technically ambitious mission in NASA history. Should Webb successfully reach its destination nearly a million miles from Earth, the telescope will earn its nickname First Light Machine as it sends back images of stars formed just 250 years after the Big Bang. It's going to help us unlock some of the mysteries of our universe and rewrite the physics books, says Greg Robinson, Webb's program director at NASA. Mm. You can't see the photo. Mike, I would guess that this telescope is about the size of a semi-trailer. Like a like a sure. big yeah, yeah. a big semi-trailer. How cool is and I'm not by any means a space nerd or anything like that, but this is cool. It is it, it is the definition of awesome. I think that's really so okay. Because I don't understand, mm -hmm. it goes up a million miles. It's in orbit a million miles above Earth, which seems like even further than you maybe let me restate that farther than you may. Yeah, further is in addition to far. Wait, farther is far, distance. Farther is distance. So further it, is in addition to. Yeah, so I. Gotcha. It's, it's farther than it needs to be because it's it's farther out than it needs to be. Like Got why it. can't it just be a thousand miles from Earth? Yeah. Right. Why does it need to be one million miles? Okay, but anyways, maybe there's a cleaner atmosphere at that point. Mm -hmm. but there is no atmosphere in space, so you see very very far away, but you're not seeing things that are right now you're seeing the image of something that's billions of years old you're seeing a billion year old image yeah right am yes. i right because it takes a that light a billion years to travel here am i making that up wait a minute so so you're not actually if there was a tv on at the far reaches of any <laughs> galaxy that you could see what would it be on it wouldn't be anything because you, that light hasn't happened yet Right, it, it's old, old light. If okay. that makes sense. Okay. Okay. So somebody would have had to do something. You. So we're actually looking back in time, a billion years, however long this is, which I find perplexing, because it's not actually what it is today. It's what light emitted, because that light has to come travel back, and if it takes a million years to get here, that's a million year old light. So if a horse. Wrote in a town does, on does that Friday. make any sense? I, you know, I might not be right on this. Although this is I, what, was the I one don't class. know. Whatever you whatever you said though, you said it so emphatically. I believe you. Well, I think light takes some time to travel. Yes. And into the telescope, we're getting light that took some time to travel, potentially millions of years to travel that far. So it the the next piece of this or the next paragraph, I should say, says how does it work? There. Well, there you go. Why the telescope. That yeah. It's, okay. Instead of us, you know, <laughs> going down a rabbit hole that we're going to make ourselves look even more dumb. Uh, so the question was, how does it work? The telescope utilizes several novel technologies. It relies on a 21-foot mirror 
made of ultra lightweight beryllium chiseled into 18 hexagonal segments and coated with gold. <laughs> Unlike most telescopes, which house a mirror or lens within a tube to block out light, Webb's mirror will be exposed to open space, relying on five parcel-like sheets of aluminum-coated plastic, each as thin as notebook paper and as big as a tennis court, to block out light and heat from the sun, moon, and earth. Webb mm. includes four solar-powered cameras and sensors to collect data. I'm so excited to see those images. Oh, I think it's going to be images of Hubble. Are well, even what was the where did we go? Was it Mars? Where did uh, uh, yeah most Mars, recently yeah, right Mars? Yeah. So right just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, what, we what were was there. That? I'm pretty sure. Yes, we were in Mars. But, we, we, but we seeing passed, but, we passed Mars. But seeing that video, yeah, it was amazing. It is truly. There are. What would we do if <laughs> I nuclear sure annihilation happened? Right, and ten thousand of us. 50-year-old guys and 40-year-old guys and your thing. What if we lived? We wouldn't have a microwave for another 400 years because I have no real concept of how to rebuild a microwave. I don't know if we'd have electricity because I kind of conceptually get electricity, but I couldn't rebuild it. Right? right. What would we, we we would go all the way back to the Stone Age and I guess technically there's people living in the Stone Age today. That are I in, think you know, I, I just want to make sure that I didn't just say something stupid. No, we went to Mars. We 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 flew. Or was past it Mars. Saturn? Which one was it? I don't remember. But no, the the Mars rover didn't it go to Mars? I don't know. Okay, people are probably just no, but screaming I, I, I'm at pretty us right sure now. we went to Mars. <laughs> okay. I mean, we didn't we didn't land on Mars. And, Either and, that, or they're just shutting this off. Yeah, Either well, <laughs> I don't I think I don't think we landed on Mars. I think we although I think we're planning on landing on Mars. Got it. But I think we just did a drive by like a. Did like, you see, by the way, the the there was somebody that tweeted out there was a, a it looked like a triangle, three three circles in a triangle mm-hmm. that was captured by a like a ring, a doorbell video okay. in was it England? And people are saying, "What is that?" What was in it? the middle of the night? Well, it's it's UFOs, man. Oh, They're watching us. That's one thing I liked about Trump because he's like, "Let's bust <laughs> this case open." If there's UFOs, I want to know about let's it. Let's go what see Trump, it. Right? And I was like, okay, let's do it. Yeah. Because yeah, that would be uh, that would change, you know, all of the things that Americans are worried about and all the people around the world are worried about. You know, we could use a little bit of fear from a like invading force of aliens. That yeah. would be kind of like, okay, we're all bonded together. Now, I'm, now you're reminding me of something else, and I don't know why I, I just thought of this, but I saw a great photo, and it, speaking of going to concerts, I couldn't tell if it was at a concert or a sporting event or, or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's the there's a photo of a of an attractive woman walking up the the stands to her seat. Oh, I and she's holding one. four beers, two in each hand, and she's got one in her mouth. Dangling her mouth. And the caption just reads, And boys, this is how I met your mother. <laughs> I thought that, that was is, a that was a great picture. Oh, yeah. that's it was so funny. That's what like going to the concert and then I don't know what you just said, but it made me it reminded me of that. But anyway, so well um speaking of uh beers and spirits and having a good mm-hmm. time, by the way, our friends at Harmony Spirits, uh by the way they do this every single year, and this is really, really cool. So a lot of people have already started to think about uh, Christmas and, and gift-giving this, especially with a lot of things not being available. But you can stop in uh, at Harmony Spirits right there in Harmony, Minnesota, for a cocktail, and you can get your Christmas shopping starting, uh, by the way, because they have really cool gift baskets with 
cool tumblers, glasses, and of course, you know, whatever you want, gin, rum. Do you think we can just whiskey. call and order them or do they do you have to go there? The, I know that they did this uh they did an online availability last year. I don't know that they have that this year, but okay. I will find out for next week's episode. If you, if you can't make it down there. And they look really, really cool. So if you have a you know a whiskey lover, a rum lover in your in your life, that's what I always tell like when I'm on, you know, because I don't need anything. But if you want to give me some? Yeah, give me a cool bottle of whiskey. That'd when be your awesome. When kids say, "Dad, what do you want for Christmas?" You're no. like, give me some rum. <laughs> I need more whiskey. <laughs> but because it's it's something I will use. Well, and, you and know? it looks cool, even if you just have a bar in the house. Yeah, and it looks like that just looks good. Or you know, if you're a secret Santa at work mm-hmm. or, or or whatever. Or if your loved one is a huge fan of GL. I mean, there you go. Yeah, right. You get yeah. it. it's like, oh, I heard uh, Harmony on GL. This is great. Or so at uh, Harmony Spirits, by the way, is their Twitter account. HarmonySpirits.net is their website. They ha- are having some tastings upcoming too, so make sure that you go in and check those out. And they're actually going to be here in studio with us uh, next week <gasps> for the pre-Thanksgiving uh, episode so of I the could Weekly put an Scramble. Order in, potentially. Oh, absolutely, okay. you could because they do, do come to the metro quite frequently yeah, for for tastings and things like that, and they're absolutely wonderful guys. Uh, I've been working with them for a couple of years now, so stop in Harmony, Minnesota, and uh, check out that beautiful tasting room. They have an assorting menu of uh, craft cocktails. You can't go wrong. They're wonderful people, and they have fantastic spirits. Michael, uh, <laughs> did I, did I tell you about the theory that I had for Joe's eights? I ever tell you this story? No. So you know Joe Souchere? Can't draw an eight. Can't draw an eight. Yep. And I know why. Because Joe is a golfer, and the worst score to possibly get on a hole is an eight. It's a triple bogey, quadruple bogey. You know, if it's par five, it's triple bogey. And mentally, he's probably so furious with himself that he's shut off his ability to draw the dreaded snowman. Whoa. I bet you that's it. So the next time he can't draw an eight, lay him down on the couch. Have him close his eyes and say, relax. Now, think about the last time you had to draw an eight that really affected you. And I guarantee I'm it. I'm writing this down. I, you know what? It was a theory that I had, but I really think, because I, I just happened to see one of his pages. So we, uh, our weekly scramble is done in the exact same uh, area, the podcast room or whatever fact, this room is called. you're sitting where Joe does sit, GL yeah, from. He sits, his chair is super low, which is weird, like yeah. really, really low. Yeah. But he has pieces of paper there. And I'm like, oh, wow, he, he actually can't draw an eight. No, in fact, um, the other day... Uh, when we have to do our payroll, okay. you know, sum- like submitting yeah, our, like our, our time off and whatever, whatever, we have to we get a code to our email and then we have to enter that into our online. It takes five seconds, but we have to click on that just to make sure that no one logs into your account. So okay. it gives you a different code each time. And there was a code, and it's usually uh, it's usually about six six numbers, and three of them were eights. It was either the last <laughs> week or the week before were eights. <laughs> and he looked and went, "Oh no, I can't do that one." And then. He tried to do it, and I remember, I think I tweeted it out, because you know, the code's irrelevant, because mm-hmm. people aren't going to know it. It's old, then. Yeah. Anyway, and so one, the first one kind of looked like an eight. The second one looked like the letter V, <laughs> and the third one looked like a butterfly. Yes. It was, I, and I looked at it, my God, you really can't draw the number I, eight. I really think it is. It's the dreaded snowman. So you don't play golf enough to know. But when you get an eight, it's just like, ugh. It's humiliating. It's, like, it's, it's humiliating. Yeah. And he's probably had an eight or once or twice in his life. And I guarantee he goes back to the scorecard. Because if you think you have a hard time writing the number eight down when you're getting, you know, for payroll, mm-hmm. wait till you just get one. Oh. Right? See, that's a theory. I'm getting Are we inside. still golfing, by the way? Uh, no, I mean, we could, hypothetically, all the greens are kind of covered everywhere, and yet it's been kind of nice, right? Okay. I think when things freeze up and get solid, if 
if they do that, then they'll open up the courses again because they can't do any damage walking on like a frozen surface. Yet if there's not snow, you can still kind of play around. Okay, so yeah. it's this time of the year when the ground is still soft somewhat. You That's some when damage. you can do some damage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but it's no fun. It's you know who are we kidding? Last year, the, it, I played on this thing where it's like the turkey setup where it, they take the whole course and you play like seven holes and some of the holes are like 900 yards long. It's super fun, right? Yeah. But then my face is all burnt red from the freezing wind. I was like. <laughs> What am I doing? Why, why am I doing like, this? Why? I mean, right. it's it's fun, but it's I not could that also much fun. get on a plane for two hours and be somewhere seventy degrees warmer. To dry, hop in the car, you could be there by you know in six hours. You can be south. So okay. you, speaking of that, it dawned on me this morning. I got a text from my mom, mm-hmm. and it and it just said, "Hey, are you guys coming down for dinner next Thursday?" And I'm thinking, what it, what the hell is she talking about? Thursday, yeah. And I went, "Oh my god." Next week is Thanksgiving. It's unbelievable. I, I, I it, you know, I get it. We, I, it, I seem to think that this happens every year. We're like, I can't, can't believe how fast it's going, mm-hmm. which is true. But I was honest to God floored that next week is Thanksgiving. This whole year seemed to be kind of like a year in limbo, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we weren't all the way back into regularity yet. We were kind of doing it yet. Delta was banging everybody. I don't know. It seems, uh, it, it was a good year. It was a good year for you, good year for me, good year for a whole bunch yeah. of people. But it was it just doesn't seem like it's been a normal year. Yet it's better than 2020. So a lot of the time when we used to do the show was a lot of beer focus mm-hmm. and a lot of drinks focus well, and it still is the beer show, yeah. and it still is in some regard. And I can't tell you how many people sent this to me because of that, knowing that that's sometimes mm-hmm. a lot of the subject matter that we talk about here. Tell me you've heard what the Arby's chain oh, yeah. is up to. Yeah. For those of you that are unfamiliar, Arby's, and I cannot tell you how much this repulses me. Nothing against Arby's. They're 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 trying. No, it. it's cool. It's they are actually, and I think it's already hitting shelves. They are making a vodka flavored in both their uh, crinkle cut fries and their curly fries. And I guess the only thing that I could think that this would be tolerable in is in a Bloody Mary. Because sometimes you want spicier. Yeah, it's, see, I thought, doesn't the label have the Arby's meat on it? The this Ar- one that I'm looking at is the fry one. And that's, the, I guess, oh. the only one I saw. Okay, because I saw a bottle no. of it where it was just the meat. No. And I thought, well, are they going to make it taste like Arby's meat? Which, by the way, is pretty darn... If you haven't had Arby's in a while... Oh, I love Arby's. Bad. No, yeah. I do Arby's like Arby's. I'm not a big fan of curly fries, to tell you the truth. I like my fries straight. I don't know why. No, I, see, I do prefer the curly fries. fry. Do you? I, I, okay. Okay, I, I searched Arby's vodka meat, and I'm I'm only seeing the, the French fry. Yeah, okay, because maybe that was just an image that somebody put up telling okay. us that they were going to do that. I, for some reason, I thought it was like Tattersall was doing it, too. But it's not. It's it's just Arby's. Maybe oh, Tattersall man, was doing I, something I think, specific. I think Tattersall is is the one doing, doing the it. Arby's. Oh, this okay. Arby's vodka. Yeah. So Tattersall, yeah. Uh, an incredible brand from Minnesota. Oh God, yeah. Right. So they're great they, guys. Yeah. They must be close. Their Tattersall, Tattersall uh, distillery must be close to an Arby's, because that's the only way. Someone said, "Let's do one with Arby's. Let's see if we can do a joint venture and, with Arby's." And I guess I get that. We've become experimental with our booze mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with everything. Yeah, with everything. With everything. Yeah, we'll try it. I just i i can't I can't do this. I bet you could. <laughs> but what do you what do you put in it? 
I mean, I you're don't not know. putting you know lemonade in it, are you? Well, I, we've seen some weird combination. Remember that aquavit that somebody made with a piece of leather in it? Oh, right. So they they had to take that off the shelf because leather you can't just put in aquavit, I no. guess. But you know, we've seen over the years of doing the beer show some really weird combinations, right? Well, but I don't think any of them are wrong. It's well worth a try. What happens if you <clears throat> someone at one point in time took a lobster out of the ground or a snail and said, you know? If I do this right with the right amount of butter, okay. you're going to be delicious. I get, yeah, so maybe you're right. what, wouldn't that be great if Arby's in seven years from now they're more valuable as a vodka company than they are as a well, roast did, beef company? Who did that happen to? I don't know. Because uh, we talked about it on this show. On this show, uh, it'll come to me in a second. Where and what? I guess I'm, I'm about to talk out of both sides of my mouth because mm, now you're loving the idea. No, because okay. remember it was what was it a month ago when I ripped. Bud Light for coming up with pumpkin spice and then, seltzer. And then you loved it. And then now I'm throwing a fit because it's no longer available <laughs> on the shelf. In fact, I did. I found, I forget, I forget where I was. Oh, this weekend, um, I happened to be up in the St. Cloud area. and Because you can't find it anywhere around like my area. Okay. Because you've, you've drank them all. Well, no, I haven't drank them all. <laughs> okay. But uh, I was in the St. Cloud area, and I thought I, I'd stop for gas, and there was a liquor store right next door. Oh, for um, sure. At like three, it was like two in the afternoon, two or three in the afternoon, and I was driving home, and I thought, well, maybe I'll just pop in to see if they have it. And they did. They had one 12-pack left. <laughs> this was last Saturday. I thought, oh, yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting this. A small tear rolled down your eye. Because it was the, they have the, it's the pumpkin spice, the... Toasted marshmallow, mm, which was really super good. It's really good. I could go for a drink right now. Too. They had maple syrup seltzer, okay. and then they also had oh uh, apple crisp. I might have to just go get this. No, pack. Mike, I'm gone? telling you. Well, it's tough because it was a it was a fall. You know how the fall seasonals yeah, work. They the, want them off the shelves okay. by the middle of November. Yeah, you know, it's the same right. thing with Oktoberfest, but. It's good. That, I sound, that does sound good. That you know, I had kind of an embarrassing experience. So I go to McDonald's like. Maybe 15 times a week, right? I mean, like way too many times. So there's a guy that works the drive-thru at the McDonald's next to my office in Arden Hills. And he's like this super cool dude. Like he'll, he'll, he like does this little rhyme, kind of sings the thing before it starts, right? Always compliments me on my car, gives me knuckles. Like we're just really tight, right? Nice. So when I go up there and I, and I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to order a pumpkin spice latte, Right? They have that? Well, like some kind of pumpkin spice coffee or something. Sure. Now, of course, because McDonald's has to have that, right? Right. So, you know, because I'm, it, it's my man that I am going up to, and I know him. I said, hey, you know, can I get, and he's like, yeah, we don't have that. And I was like, oh, the one time I attempt to order something <laughs> pumpkin spice, he gave me the old, dude, no. you're an adult man. Why are you ordering pumpkin right. spice? So and I, then I just switched. Okay, I'll just have a regular black coffee with, you know, room for no cream and sugar. Thank you. Right. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'll um, see you up front. And then he's, he's like, then he gives me a little hard time. You trying to order pumpkin spice? I said, I don't know. I was just going to have it. I just wanted to have one flavor of the season. <laughs> I, I did not. As you're wearing cool. your Uggs. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did. I, thank God, I did. My uh, wife got a new pair of Uggs today, right? Oh, and nice. I, those are still a thing, I guess. Right? I guess they yeah. look adorable on her, right? They look adorable. Of course they do. And I said to her when I was leaving, I said, "Hey, if you see those at a store that are the guys' version, go ahead and pick me up a pair." One hundred percent joking, right? Because I'm not. I'm not going to wear Uggs, right? I wear like she tennis shoes. She did not give you a pair. No, she did not give me a pair. Okay. This was this morning, but I could tell she just. Dropped the respect level for me down just one. Sure, sure. Even though it was purely a joke, she just put into her head, 
Oh, you would be the type of dork that would wear. And I don't own Uggs. I'm not going to have a pair of Uggs, right. right? Those, if you don't know what Uggs are, it's like that canvas or a, like suede boot that all these girls wear with like with alpaca inside of it or something, right? Yeah. And I could just see her like drop her head down a little bit, like, oh, I know you were even joking, but I can just picture you buying Uggs. You well, dork. you're you're treading in an area that we 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 touched on earlier in Garage Logic because, and she's going to kill me when she hears the show, <laughs> my wife, because. Um, Joe always talks about how the CP, his wife, is the king of the missed malaprop. Okay. You know, meaning she she tends to change either one word or says it in a different mm-hmm. way than it's meant to be said. Because my my wife did that. We're we're going through a a, a, a lifestyle change. My wife and I are. So we we've been kind of texting a lot more than we normally do uh, uh-huh. back and forth each day. And so she said something about how well you just top the cake with that one. Which she meant to say, take the cake. Take the cake. Okay. You know, yeah. And so that started a discussion between the four of us today. And then half of, you know, Joe and Johnny thought, no, it is top the cake. And Kenny said, no, it's take the cake, you idiots. Well, there's a cake topper. Is it take take well, the cake? Right? Is more. I think, it what is she was take going the for. cake. Yeah. But uh, but what it led to because I'm now starting to see emails mm-hmm. coming in from GL's episode today, and I may or may not have solicited people to send in. Their the significant ones. others missed malaprops. Or I is forget it malaprop the... or idiom? Am I missing? What's the well, difference Joe between Well, Joe called a mal... it a malaprop. What's the difference between a malaprop and an idiom? I'll look that up. Okay. Well, well in any event, they're, okay, starting, to, they're, they're yeah. starting to come well, in, and getting, I really think I'm going to regret bringing that up because, A, she tends to listen to the show when she's driving home. Ooh. And I, you know, she and her commute's about 30 to 40 minutes between going to pick up the boys and then and then finally getting home. So I, I hope it was late enough into the show where she's not going to be able to get to it. Uh, so she just won't do it. Okay. Yeah, because normally I try to time that out because I know she typically listens to the show for no more than 45 minutes to an hour just given her commute. Okay. So when I want to rip her or make fun of her, I always wait till the very end of the show because I know she's not going to get to it. And then, of course, somebody uh, will send it to her and say, Hey, just so you know, Chris did make fun of you at the 106 mark of today's oh, GL good. episode. Good. So I've got that going like for that. me. Yeah. Um, why would it, your friends do that? Why would they do that? Well, it's not my friends. Okay, the, the, it's, it's, it's her. No, it's her friends. Okay, they don't it's, like me. It's her friends. No, no, they I'm don't kidding. like you. I'm kidding. Well, I mean, they like you so, enough. Wh- wh- okay, so hold on. I got I got malaprop. All okay. right. So malaprop is a mistaken use of a word in place of a similar sounding one. Okay. Often with unintentionally amusing effects. So dance. Uh, here's the what they had for it is. Dance a flamingo instead of a flamenco. Dance a flamenco dance, right? Okay. And an idiom is, oh, let me get to the definition. It's an expression that cannot be understood from the meaning of its separate words, but that has a separate meaning of its own. So um, let me try to think of a good idiom. Um, oh, come on. <laughs> well, we know a bunch of idioms. Idioms are like phrases that are used, like we're on the same page, right? Right. right. And there, I, in fact, I wanted to invent a game one time because I, I lived with this German person, right? And they had all the same idioms as we do in America, okay. just with totally different sounding. Like she would say things like, and I can't even think of some great idioms. She'd give me a, something, uh, an idiom, and I'm, I'd be like, what are you trying to say? <laughs> and, she, and I said, no, no, that means, oh, I'm, I'm looking up, I need to find an idiom. Okay. Okay, you, you look it up. No, I, 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 I thought you were looking them up. No, I, 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 you were reminding me of something that I, I wanted to bring up, and I'm now trying to find it because it's dug in my email, but I'm, there's no way I'm going to be able to find okay, it. Okay, so but. idioms are like uh, <clears throat> blessing in disguise, right? Okay. And a malaprop would be 
uh, blessing in her eyes, where they'd say that wrong instead of blessing in disguise. Ah, so uh, like okay. a dime a dozen is an idiom, idiom, and this German person would be say like, uh, you know, a dime a four dollar bill. I'm like, are you trying to say a dime a dozen? That doesn't really work. Beat around the bush is an idiom. I so it's like the, I, when your wife might use a error errant idiom is maybe a malapart. I have maybe a I feeling, and I'm I'm feeling pretty strong about this. That Joe's right. No, I'm having a feeling that. When people listen to this particular episode, I'm going to sound as dumb as I've ever sounded when I've either been on a podcast or a radio station before in my life. Right. I, I just have this a, whole, I just have this whole thing, just right? everything, just this all thing, in, yeah. all inclusive. I just well, think <laughs> I'm going to defer to Joe because Joe is one a professional writer. Yes. Two, our senior. Yes. Uh, three, uh, seven-time Marconi nominee. Ten. Ten-time Marconi nominee. Yeah. I told you my theory on his uh, Marconi nominations, didn't I? What's that? That the day. Sujere retires is the day that Family Talk with Rookie gets wins a Marconi. There was um, a text exchange between the five members of the Garage Logic podcast the <laughs> night following the defeat, or excuse me, not the defeat, but the loss of yet another oh, one. Oh, and ten, and that may or may not have come oh, up. Oh, did it? Okay. Started by. Young Matthew Mikulski. Oh, so when he, because I almost want to, <laughs> just for the heck of it, see if we can't win him a Marconi. That would be pretty fun. Because, I mean, of course, we'll have one for this show. Of course. And then, oh, God, he would, Suchere would lose oh, his yeah, mind. Oh, yeah, he would. If, if Table Talk did it, Scramble did it, Krabby Coffee Shop <laughs> did it, he would lose his mind. Oh, God, I, I don't want to do it to him. He's too kind of a guy. Yes, he is. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm, I'm so mad. I'm so, so mad that I'm not going to be able to find this because I, it was so perfect for our show. You know the QAnon shaman, that guy who dressed with the bullhorns that yes. went in on, got 41 months. Yeah, we were discussing that uh, earlier today during the Johnny Height News segment. What I don't get is no one understands who, was, who he was dressed as. Do you know who he was dressed as, for example? I guess I don't. Okay, see, I, I don't get why. So, Although Joe did say that um, he, would, he should just get that just for the outfit because it was so bad. Well... <laughs> He is dressed as a character, a cartoon character on one of the Simpsons. Oh, really? It's a clear. I mean, it's the exact copy. And so he was dressed as a cartoon character. I don't know how much. I'm not saying what he did was right. Don't get me wrong. I don't care about it or know about it. But it wasn't like he was dressed. He was dressed as a cartoon character. Huh. You didn't know that. See, I guess I, don't I, know did, how I did not. And I, and I love the Simpsons. I guess I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, it was uh, um, Groundskeeper Willie. Like went nuts and dressed in the exact. I mean, face paint, uh, everything tattoo on his chest. Really? Yeah, I'll, I'll look it up. For I don't you remember. Too. I don't remember that. Maybe it's a newer episode because I guess I haven't paid as close attention no, to the Simpsons. Old, um... In fact, uh, the the ten year old and I, um, we were discussing the Simpsons because there's the great Homer Simpson soundbite of when. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. Now it's, I do. It's, I do it's remember literally that. the exact yeah. same outfit, right? So. It's because there's this great Homer Simpson soundbite in which he puts the company that he's calling into on hold because he gets so frustrated he can't get through. Or he goes, you can't put me on hold. I'm going to put you on hold. <laughs> okay. And he starts singing Wichita Lineman. Oh, okay. You, I, I can't play the soundbite because we're not allowed to play those on, mm. on, on the podcast anymore. But my my son thought that was hilarious. So we started going down the YouTube rabbit hole with the Simpsons. Oh. And he said, Oh, and it's a cartoon, of course. You know, yeah, which, I can't quite watch it. Well, but but it's but it's great because it's such a brilliantly written mm-hmm. show. And and he said, Well, how come I never get to watch this? I said, Well, you know, and I started explaining, I said, Buddy, this show's been on the air 
so long. I was your age when it debuted. Yeah, it was what, 1988 or 88 or 89? Because I know it was on the Tracy Allman yeah, show it might have been first. 89, because I remember that's the year I graduated from high school. And okay. It was kind of a big deal. And, and I, so I, I was trying to explain to him that that's how long the show's been on, is I was his age when the show came out, you know, basically, which is, which is pretty Isn't cool. Isn't it one of the longest running shows on TV? I, mean, I think it's got to be yeah, now. I, I think it is the longest running continuous yeah. show on TV, a non news show. Right. I just, I, I get that the guy who was the shaman goes to jail for <laughs> whatever he did. let this go. But I, I just don't get how no one else said, oh, he's dressed as groundskeeper Willie. I mean, it's it's just, I mean, River, I can't express it. He's got like the fake hole in his chest. I mean, everything yeah. is the exact same. That's who he's He's not dressed as anything different than a Simpsons character. I think it's because of the nature of the story, the obvious uh, political divide in this country, mm-hmm. and the fact that this was such a lightning rod topic, Yes, I don't think anyone was really ready to associate any type of humor with it. I, that's just my guess. Yeah, and I'm not even going... No, no, I'm not saying you are. I'm just, I'm just trying to answer your question. If he was dressed up like Tom Brady... Somebody might say the guy dressed up like Tom Brady that broke into the Capitol, right? <laughs> Could you but no imagine? one's saying he's dressed up like a Simpsons character. It just right. no one's even mentioning that. I think they're thinking that his dress up is some kind of tribal thing. It's like no, he's dressed up like groundskeeper Willie. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it just that world is at a precipice. Yes, yeah, we're, that's we a good word. We all have our toes dangling over the edge. We do. Feel, isn't that the world is dangling over the re- the edge? Boy, aren't we ever. Okay, I, I can't wait till your wife uh, messes up some malaprops and you can... Yeah, and wait till you get the text from me later today after she chews my rear end for making fun of her on a podcast where a million people <laughs> are listening to it. That will definitely take the cake. Yes, it will. Top the top cake. The cake yeah. yeah. Alright, Michael, you're the best. Reavers, you are the best. If you could do us a favor and please rate and review the show on iTunes and Tell your friends about the weekly scramble with myself, Chris Reavers, and Mike Fredoloni with Fredoloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. We will do this again next week. And until then, cheers.